All around the world, people are floundering. There's something missing, something more that they just can't grasp. Do you feel it too? Welcome to the Higher Purpose Podcast. Every week, host Kevin Monroe will help you navigate to your true north and flourish in faith, business, and life. You found us for a reason. Stay tuned to find out why. Welcome to Episode 2 of the Higher Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Monroe, and I want to thank you for listening. I'm so wanting to jump in to, to just deep content and talk about the Higher Purpose Pathway or talk about the decal framework that I've developed for helping people find the higher purpose for their life or leadership or start the conversation with some of the great guests we've got lined up for you on this podcast. However, to do that right now, I believe, would be a disservice. And if you heard to, if you listened to episode one and heard when I was sharing goals for the podcast, you realize one of the primary goals of the podcast is to serve you well. So to serve you well today, I am going to exercise restraint. And rather than jumping into some of those things I'd love to jump into, I want to start at the beginning. Talk about purpose and unpack higher purpose a little bit for you. After all, it is the cornerstone of the conversations we'll share here and the journey you and I are taking together. I want to be clear, not cryptic, and I don't want to speak in code speak. So bear with me as we unpack higher purpose and purpose, the difference. So purpose, have you? if you haven't noticed, purpose has taken center stage in the world today. And pastors are no longer the primary purveyors of purpose. If you remember, it was uh, 2002 when Rick Warren first released The Purpose Driven Life. Rick Warren, in case you don't know, is a pastor. And The Purpose Driven Life became one of the best-selling books of all time. People everywhere had it. You probably have a copy. I'm not sure if you've read it or not, but at least you have a copy. Now... Purposes everywhere you turn. I want to read the opening lines of a magazine article for you. And I want to ask you to guess the source before I reveal it. Here we go. Reading now. Over the past five years, there's been an explosion of interest in purpose-driven leadership. Academics argue persuasively that an executive's most important role is to be a steward of the organization's purpose. Business experts make the case that purpose is a key to exceptional performance, while psychologists describe it as the pathway to greater well-being. Okay, I'm going to pause right there a moment and say, wow, that's a great commercial for purpose and why you need it. But the authors, Nick Craig and Scott Snook, they continue. Here's what else they have to say. Doctors have even found that people with purpose in their lives are less prone to disease. Purpose is increasingly being touted as the key to navigating the complex, volatile, ambiguous world we face today where strategy is ever-changing and few decisions are obviously right or wrong. Okay, wow. As I said, that's a great commercial. That makes me... And hopefully you want to have more purpose. Look at, listen to all of the benefits they listed there. 
Did you guess the publication yet? Well, this wasn't a lifestyle magazine. Actually, this is the Harvard Business Review, the May 2014 edition of the Harvard Business Review. And I love the article about authentic leadership and the pursuit of authentic leadership and how having purpose is essential to unlocking the full power of leadership. According to Barna Research, 75% of all Americans, all American adults, are looking for ways to live more meaningful lives. Now, I like to think of meaningful as having two L's, that they are looking for more meaningful lives, and if your life is full of meaning, your life is meaningful. Now, the sad part, if we go back to the HBR article for just a moment, the authors, according to their research, reveal that fewer than 20% of leaders have a strong sense of personal purpose. And of those, only a very small group could distill it into a purpose statement, a concrete statement that others could listen and comprehend. Now, stick around. In future episodes, you'll meet leaders who know their purpose and are happy to share it and are busy living it out every day. And we'll also share resources to help you find your purpose and tools to help you create your purpose statement so you can concretely and articulate, articulately share it with others. Well, before we leave Harvard, let me mention another thing that came out of Harvard recently, another Harvard connection around purpose. Recently, Mark Zuckerberg was the commencement speaker at the 2017 Harvard graduation. Now, pause just a moment and, and capture the irony of this. In case you don't remember, Harvard was the institution of higher learning from which Mark Zuckerberg dropped out to start Facebook. Now, one of the most distinguished alumni of Harvard didn't stick around to graduate, but they invite him back to speak to a group that did stick around to graduate. Perhaps that's one of those only in America moments that, that we find. I, I just see great irony there. I hope you share that. So when we look around, people are okay talking about purpose. But here's something I've noticed. When I modify the conversation of purpose and begin talking about higher purpose, well, it wakes some people up. They've, they've grown so accustomed to hearing purpose, but all of a sudden when you talk about higher purpose, they, huh, it grabs their attention. Now, there's another group of people that higher purpose actually shakes them up. It's as though their spidey senses go on full alert when I mention higher purpose or you mention higher purpose. Recently, I received an email from someone who reacted to a reference in my bio about higher purpose. Higher purpose. And it's almost like they go, whoa, now, wait, higher purpose? So are you one of them? To which I respond, well, what do you mean by one of them? And a lot of people, when they their spidey senses go on full alert because you've mentioned higher purpose, the one of them they think you are is a Bible thumper, a fundamentalist 
getting up on your soapbox, judgmental, you know, venomous hate speech, blah, 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 whatever it is that follows that diatribe. Well, I don't think so. Being someone like that has never been an aspiration in my life. So I got to point you back to episode one of the Higher Purpose podcast, where we were talking about guiding principles for the podcast. If you've heard that, you may remember that guiding principle number one is to keep it real, which to me means to be authentic. So for me to keep it real and be authentic, I got to push the pause right here and say, yes, I've got to own that I am a Christ follower. And being a Christ follower shapes all aspects of my life. It it shapes how I see, interpret, and interact with the world around me. And it does impact how I perceive higher purpose. Now, for me, it's not just difficult. I've actually found it impossible to have lengthy conversations about higher purpose without talking about higher power at some point. Believe me, I've tried. And what I've resolved is that for all of us, something or someone that is transcendent, something that's bigger than you or me, has to be at the center of that discussion, or there is no higher purpose. All purpose is equal. So without there being a higher power, there is no higher purpose. Now, I enjoy working with people from all parts of the world, all walks of life, all faith backgrounds, and I seek to offend no one. You don't have to agree with me and how I interpret how higher purpose to enjoy listening or benefit from listening to the podcast. I just want you to know where I'm coming from. So that's enough about me. Let's go back and use something Mark Zuckerberg said as a springboard for going deeper in this exploration of what higher purpose is all about. Here's a quote from Zuckerberg. He said, the challenge for our generation is creating a world where everyone has a sense of purpose. Kudos, high five. You know, I'd be right there cheering for Mark Zuckerberg. I say that's spot on, almost. The one exception I have is that our generation, purpose is not limited to the millennials. No generation has a corner of the market on purpose. Purpose is the quest of every generation. Purpose, the the quest for purpose, is ageless and timeless. We see it in ancient history. Let me just hit a few. About 3,000 years ago, King Solomon, who was regarded as the wisest man of his day, some regard him as the wisest man of all times. Solomon wrote that God set eternity in the hearts of men. Now imagine that. Inside each of us is a fractal of eternity. That's pretty amazing. 2,000 years ago, Irenaeus, talking about purpose, he defined it as the Imago Dei, that we are created in God's image. Fast forward several years It was about 150 years ago that French philosophers began talking about the raison d'etre. 
And the raison d'etre is the reason for being or reason for existence. There again, we find purpose. And I believe we actually find higher purpose in there. Last century, after surviving the atrocities of the Holocaust, Viktor Frankl, one of my favorite authors, he labeled it man's search for meaning. So the quest for purpose, the quest for higher purpose, for meaning, isn't new to your generation, whatever generation you belong to. Now let's stay with Viktor Frankl for just a moment. When he was talking about man's search for meaning, or what we would call the path to purpose, the search for purpose, he described various paths that people travel in the pursuit of meaning. One of the paths is pleasure. Now, our moderns, and especially modern Americans, are pleasure seekers. We have more options for entertainment at our fingertips than than any generation previously had. You know, in your purse or, or pocketbook or pocket is a device, more than likely, you have a smartphone, and you could access endless hours of entertainment wirelessly. Now, some of you listening remember the day when there were just three channels on your television, and you had to adjust the rabbit ears to get those to come in clearly, and all three of them went off the air by midnight by playing the Star Spangled Banner. You remember that? Now, endless options. Another form of pleasure Americans last year, get this, last year, 2016, was the first year that Americans spent more money eating out than they did on eating in. In other words, they spent more money at restaurants than grocery stores. That's pretty amazing. Another thing that talks, uh, uh, another path that we pursue are possessions, wealth, the accoutrements that accompany success. And let me just suffice it to, or summarize it like this. Americans have so much stuff that we've created a whole industry to deal with the stuff, the excess stuff that won't fit in your house or garage. That's the self-storage industry. Did a little research on this. Currently, there's almost two and a half billion, with a B, square footage of storage space And we're so proud of our possessions that most of that storage space is now climate controlled. So our possessions that we don't use won't get too hot or too cold so that if we ever do want to pull them out to use to impress the people that we don't even like, right, they're there. So pleasure, possessions, other paths, prestige, power, achievement, success. I don't know which path you've traveled, but surely you've traveled one or more of these. All of a sudden, I kind of hear Dr. Phil in the back of my head somewhere saying, so how's that working out for you? You know, which the path you chose to find meaning and purpose in life, how's that working out for you? Well, Brene Brown, whom I hope will will have as a guest here on the Higher Purpose podcast in the near future, Brene Brown, one of my favorite writers today, said this, we are the most in-depth obese, addicted, and medicated adult cohort in U.S. history. Listen to that. This isn't working, folks. 
in, in spite of all of this, and, and I'd, I'd add we are the most affluent. We are the most in-debt, obese, addicted, and medicated adult cohort in U.S. history. So in spite of all of the pursuit of purpose, I hear Bono's song, U2 song by Bono, ringing in my mind. You still haven't found what you're looking for. Now let's go back to Zuckerberg, another comment that he made at the commencement address of, at Harvard. He said, purpose is that sense that we are part of something bigger than ourselves, that we are needed, that we have something better ahead to work for. Purpose is what creates true happiness. I bet you can relate. I know I can. For the last 20 years, I've been drawn to working for a better, brighter future, drawn to being connected to something that was bigger than me. About 10 years ago, well, let me say, 12 years ago, I started uh, the company I now lead, X Factor Consulting. About 10 years ago, we had a potential partnership conversation going on with this company. And this company, uh, they were very interested in partnering with us because we were a small business. And at that time, we were a woman-owned small business. Uh, I had a partner, a couple of partners that were women. And we got to this, and there was just something wasn't right about the discussions and about the partnership. One day, in one of our final negotiation conversations, I just paused and asked. I said, you know, I really need to understand something. What's your company's purpose? What is it? What's the why that motivates you to do what you do? And why do you want to partner with us? Folks, there was silence on the phone for, uh, you know, seemed like a minute. It was probably only... 20, 30 seconds. And then the guy said, hmm, purpose. We've never really thought about that. But our purpose is to make as much money as possible. And that's why we want to partner with you. To which I said, money is not the key driver for our success, which is why you are not a good partner for us. I'm glad we had this discussion now. Thanks for the conversation. But you know, a partnership here is not going to work because the purpose that drives us was two different things. A another comment I said, or another thought in Mark Zuckerberg's comment that I want to unpack before moving on. You know, a lot of us think that that you know the key to, as we talked about, the paths to purpose, uh, possessions, pleasure, money, the things uh, that money can buy. A lot of us have confused those as being the pursuits, but things like money and happiness, they are actually byproducts of the pursuit of purpose. Don't confuse them with the object of the pursuit of purpose. So you will find rewards along the way when you're not seeking the rewards, but you're pursuing purpose. This whole talk around what's happening in the world and what's happened in business and the transformation in business, Aaron Hurst, he's labeled it the purpose economy. He says that we're living in the purpose economy. Now, Aaron's another guest that I hope we have one day here talking about uh, the purpose economy. Here's how he defined it. The purpose economy is defined by the quest for people to have more purpose in their lives. It is an economy where value lies in establishing purpose for employees and customers through serving needs greater than their own, enabling personal growth, 
and building community. Wow, what a great definition. If you're like me, you're probably hearing several familiar themes interwoven into that definition of the purpose economy. This idea of people wanting to, they see value in establishing purpose. Back to what George Barna and his research team found. 75% of American adults want more meaning in their lives. And then this whole idea of serving and servant leadership, an area I've done a lot of work in over the past decade, that through serving needs greater than their own, that when we adopt an outward mindset, and it's not about us, it's about those we serve, well, that's pursuing the purpose economy and enabling growth of of the whole pie, not just your piece of the pie, and then building community. So, When I listen to that, I hear that we're talking about people flourishing and thriving, living out the very best version of themselves. And that's what higher purpose promotes. One more thought from Viktor Frankl. He mentioned that he who has a why for living can endure almost anyhow. And and he saw this in the horror of the Nazi concentration camps, that in lieu of, in spite of the the incredible difficulties and harsh conditions, that people who had a deep sense that there was something beyond that, something bigger, something more, could actually endure the suffering better than those that didn't. So here's a takeaway that I hope stays with you from this podcast. There is more to this life than this life. Let me repeat that. There is more to this life than this life. So don't fall for the lie that this life is all there is. If that's the case, then the old bumper sticker I used to see is the mantra that we should all adopt. He who dies, he or she who dies with the most toys wins. You know, if this life is all there is, then it is about pleasure and possessions and prestige and power. But the higher purpose life, as I see it, is about living and leading now in light of eternity, recognizing that the time we spend on this earth isn't the full extent of our time. There's a great line attributed to Mark Twain. Whether or not Mark Twain actually said it or not is irrelevant to me. But it's a great line. The two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. Well, day one, the day you were born. Obviously, that day has occurred for you. We have yet to find a way to broadcast the podcast to those beyond the grave. So, day one's occurred. The question is... Have you had that day two yet? Have you discovered your why, the the purpose, the higher purpose of your life? I certainly hope so. So before we wrap up, and as we begin to wrap up, I want to go back to episode one, something, another commitment I made, that the commitment was to make it practical and keep it applicable. So I know I've covered a lot of philosophical concepts today and, and, you know, quoted some other folks As I've talked with people and had conversations with folks like you, 
one of the questions that, that I just keep wrestling with is what's more relevant than you connected to the higher purpose for your life and leadership if you're in a leadership position? What's more relevant? If you're anything like me, when you are connected, you find meaning even in the mundane, menial task of life when you are connected. But when you're not connected, when you've, when you've lost sight of that higher purpose, it's hard to even drag yourself out of bed in the morning or stay focused or motivated on the task. So it's highly practical, highly applicable, because understanding your purpose either provides a centering for every aspect of your life, or you feel that all of your life is scattered and you're pinging and ponging, zigging and zagging to and fro with no real sense of accomplishment, achievement, or satisfaction. So my desire is to see you fully alive and energized, aware of the gifts, talents, and abilities that you possess, and also how to best use those for the betterment of humanity a better, brighter future for all of us. And it's key to be connected to a community of like-minded, passionate, purposeful people. To that end, I invite you to join the Higher Purpose community. It's a Facebook group, and it's free. You can go to liver, you can go to livinghigherpurpose.com. That's go to livinghigherpurpose.com. Com, or you can find that link in the show notes. The, the Higher Purpose community is a closed group, which means you have to request membership to join. And that's so we can protect the integrity of the folks that are there and uh, you know eliminate or prevent spam and all of the things that would take away from the community life we enjoy. Now, I can't wait until we connect again. And in the the next episode, we begin interviewing guests and having some fun conversations about higher purpose. I look forward to having you join me then. And until we meet again, remember, you were meant for more. Why settle for less?